welcome back to Night Swims. Uh, we're, uh, we missed last week's uh, recording um, due to some conflict issues, uh, but Coda, we're here, and uh, what are your thoughts? No, that was good. Mm, thank you for that. Thank you, Coda. Very informative. Uh, please feel free to sit on all the wires that I'm using. And excited. nowhere he's his, else. He's got his new tag. It has his name on yeah, it. Yeah, he still has his balls. Has my still has his balls. Yeah. And I think we can all learn some about... Balls? Having balls. It's that to not take them for granted. You never know uh, in your lifetime when you could lose your balls. Or in your next life. Cameron, what would you say, uh, special guest, temporary until you leave? You Cameron, put salt on that? No. What, you what, would you say, what would you say would be scarier, losing your balls or losing your family? Douglas, Mike? Someone say family? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's more important than family. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's literally taking... Okay. Oh, Coda. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. I'm excited to have your balls all over the wires that I have to touch like, later. You're welcome. Uh, Douglas, it being... Um, Jackson, <laughs> he yawned and he closed his mouth on the table. <laughs> you idiot. You were asking me... This film in front of a live studio. <laughs> <laughs> Douglas, yes, you were saying? Um... Where can they find us on Instagram? Jackson? At Night Swim. We're not ending the episode <laughs> right. <laughs> at, they can find us at nightswims.podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, we need to remind people before the episode, you know, before ow. they turn it off. Before they turn it off. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. We Dude, probably should. He is literally, we're just going to let you get tangled up, but it's. Now, is your, is, your, is your roommate aware that he may come home <coughs> to seeing this? Or would that. He won't. He won't? He, he's, he stays out late. Really? Yeah, at work. Or which roommate were you talking about? <laughs> Not <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Not him Your new ro- roommate uh, I mean he'll find out eventually And then yeah. he'll be He'll listen that, to it Okay so this synergy I'm gonna about to do a, a product review Cause you're throwing some synergy products down my Sh- throat some synergy? This, this bottle it, it is not good Yeah Like like you have to have a really wide mouth, or else yeah. water's gonna go down Wait, like you don't your chin. Wide mouth? Not as wide as this thing is expecting. I think. I think this thing's expecting like a super wide mouth. Like, look at this. Sorry, look at were, all this water. I forgot they were handing those out at a wide mouth convention. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, it's whatever. I'm cool with it. Um, but, yeah, Cam uh, from the kitchen. What's what's a, a favorite conspiracy theory of yours? That's a good one. I'm sure we'll cover that Isn't in the future. <laughs> we haven't covered that. Yeah, I know. I have Let's a good right one now. today, though. No, I have a good one today. That, Is it the pyramids? No, it goes, it goes with what you talked about last week. Yeah, the pyramids. Oh, or Dogon? not last week, two weeks ago. I didn't talk so, about anything two weeks ago. Yeah, because yeah, it was Dogon. Uh, we missed last the Tuesday. The Dogon, yeah. Yeah. Said that. Ancient astronauts. In, like, architecture and going, stuff? Yes, going into the specifics yes. of the ancient astronauts. Yes. That are... Coming about. You in pain? That sounded like you were in pain. I almost yawned. <laughs> I hate it. Did you spill water on your shirt? Yes, that's what I was showing you. That's why I hate that cup. Uh, well, don't keep it. So, proponents of the ancient astronaut hypothesis often maintain that humans are either descendants or creations of extraterrestrial intelligence, or ETIs, who landed on Earth thousands of years ago. An associated idea is that the humans evolved independently, but that much of the human knowledge... What are you doing? What are you taking your idea for? Uh, is that cams? Don't... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. We're really trying to record, yeah, no, but yeah, let's just do this. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why did you just do that? I don't know. Back to it. Uh, an associate idea is that humans evolved independently, but that much of human knowledge, religion, and culture came from extraterrestrial visitors in ancient times, and that in that ancient astronauts acted as a, quote, mother culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, this talk has separation issues, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He does. He's, you could probably, <coughs> you could probably <laughs> go, sit, go sit anywhere, and I think he would just like. No, he follows me everywhere. Yeah, I know. He follows really, he could follow anybody. He's a very, very ad- ad- admirable, or admiring, I think, would be the yeah, word. Admirable is like... Has he humped that Chewbacca yet? Has he humped anything? He hasn't humped anything. No? Mm. Speaking it, of humping, some ancient astronaut proponents also believe that travelers from outer space, referred to as just astronauts or spacemen, built many of the structures on Earth, such as Egyptian pyramids and the Moai stoneheads of... You, did a, you talked about them. I did? No, I didn't. The stoneheads... That are on an island. Easter Island head? Thank you. <laughs> was it me that did it? I did. I did wait, no, I, that was a long time ago. Yeah. He almost dropped his plate of peanut butter. <laughs> so, uh, or, or aided humans, at least, in building them. I mean, this might be on topic. Um, what if peanut butter was called nut butter? Just nut butter. It is. Some yeah, people but call it nut butter. D- like, what's a nutter what's butter? What's that brand called? Is it peanut butter? It's nut, nut butter to generalize. Doug, put your mic to him. Nut butter is a generalization. So you have peanut butter, almond butter, a different kind of butter with different nuts. So, no. You would call it generally, oh, this is a lot of nut butters, but specifically this is peanut butter. And what about what about jellies, jams, and marmalades? <laughs> it's marmalade, not monolade. I said, I said marmalade. Oh, well, um, I think it's all about your sugar, your sugar content. Anyway, thank you, Cam. All right, get back. <laughs> oh, you mean by, uh, like how congealed it is? Well, marmalade's very, very, very sugary. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to keep going. I don't know. You're just going to end it like, like <laughs> I was expecting. This is literally, marmalade's very <laughs> sugary, you know? <laughs> Coated a nut butter. So various terms are used <laughs> to reference claims about ancient astronauts, such as ancient aliens, ancient UFO knots, ancient space pilots, paleo contact, astronaut space or pirates? alien gods, or paleo or Bible SETI, which is search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Did you say space pirates or space pilots? Space pilots. Okay. Ancient I got space excited pilots. for a second. Uh, and then here's a picture. Uh, called the Mesopotamian Cylinder Seal that uh, pro- that proposes said ancient aliens or ancient that astronauts thing floating in the sky mm-hmm. and then worshiping it uh, and to okay okay all right here we go so proponents argue that the evidence for ancient astronauts comes from documentary gaps in historical and archaeological records <sighs> sorry. Uh, and they also maintain that absent or incomplete explanations of historical or archaeological data point to the existence of ancient astronauts. The evidence is argued to include archaeological artifacts that they deem anachronistic or beyond the accepted <laughs> technical... Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what's that word? 
Anachronistic. Anachronistic. No, let's 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 let I'll let you guys let you guys handle it. Do do what you gotta do. I don't know what we have to do. (laughs) It was funny. It was a word. All right, let's get to it. What the fuck are you laughing at? Go eat your nut butter somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, can you go get a Coda dentist stick? Aren't those like not good for the dog? No, they are. Oh no, I'm thinking of like they like bones. they get plaque off. Don't his give teeth. him bones. No, yeah, yeah no bones. No, nope. no, and if you get no rawhide bones, they don't digest those well. Beef hide only. No bones in general. This is just do no bones. No, they they can have beef hide bones. You know what else had bones? Ancient astronauts. So these are Segway. sometimes referred to as out of place artifacts. The uh, anachronistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, artifacts that I said, and include artwork and well, legends which are interpreted in a modern sense as depicting extraterrestrial contact or technology. So the word anachronistic is like anti-chronological, not in it, the order. It is, it's an anachronism is a chronological inconsistency in some yes. arrangement, especially a juxtaposition of persons, events, objects, language terms, and customs from different time periods. That's what I was right, I think. Like an astronaut in the ocean. <laughs> What do you know about rolling down in the deep, Jackson? (laughs) Scholars have responded (laughs) that gaps in contemporary knowledge are not evidence of the existence of ancient astronauts and that advocates and that advocates have not provided any convincing documentary or physical evidence of an artifact that might conceivably be the product of ETI contact. According to astrophysicist Carl Sagan, in the long litany of ancient astronaut pop archaeology, the cases of apparent interest have perfectly reasonable alternative explanations or have been misreported or are simple prevarications, hoaxes, and distortions. What are you laughing at? I'm finally just like realizing I'm, I'm, I'm the laugh... Uh, I was laughing at Cameron, but I was maintaining it, but now it's coming out. <laughs> no, was, when you were sitting down. It was the little trot, too. His little elf yeah, trot. Yeah, I know. I appreciate having an in-studio audience, but... Dentistic now. In the in the dog food. Those are cool closet. shoes. Are those sh- I thought those were socks. No, they look like socks yeah. with their shoes. Those are slim thick. <laughs> so, what are the odds 1 in 10 you lick that pop filter? All right. Countdown. Really? You're going to do yeah. one to ten? Yeah. Three, two, one, four. Five. Oh. I should have said six, so you'd have to do it. No, that's not how it works. Yeah, huh? no. it adds, if, if we both get it wrong, or if you we don't guess the same number, but it adds up to like ten, like you said, then you have to do it. It reverses. I know that. Oh, well. We <coughs> had some water from this giant fucking cup. Let me see the hole. It's, it can't be that wide. That's a small hole. No, you know it's how not. Big it's not no, it's not that it's wide, but like. Oh wait, just, it's. I think you're just bad at drinking. Mi- yeah. I don't <laughs> know. To, tell him to sit. <laughs> and he will go to town. When me and Savannah were here to check on him, we gave him uh, a dog treat that you told us to give him. And he put it in his mouth, dropped it, stepped on it, then walked away. Mm. Oh, he does. That. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Could you repeat that for the mic? 
So I'm currently like across the room from Doug, and whenever I say something and he wants me to repeat it, he just holds it out like a, <laughs> like a news reporter for me to talk into. I meant for you to repeat what you said. Oh. I said, I think he's going to come. <laughs> Who? I didn't hear what Who's he said. Who's going to come? <laughs> Isn't that the mystery? That's the mystery of the strange phenomena, right? <laughs> Is that what the podcast's about? <laughs> Who's going to blow a load? Who's going to produce their own nut butter? Uh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Microphone. I don't need this second yeah. microphone. What happens if you talk into two microphones? They sound the exact same. Really? Yeah, there's nothing different. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> is that a pantyhose? What is that? No, it's a gauze that was on his wound, and Coda keeps licking his <laughs> open wound. You have an open wound? <laughs> I got a scrape on my ankle, and um, it's right where the lip of my shoe is, so it keeps uh, like a blister reopening. You have like a blister from the lip of the shoe. Why don't you cut cut the lips off? Well, or wear different shoes. Wear different shoes. Well, fuck off. So Coda was licking the gauze. He's licking his wound. Yes, and I let him. It's because of his balls. Why do you keep giving? <laughs> Every time I look at him, he looks like he has something to say. Uh, you hit that face. <laughs> but every every word that comes out of his mouth is freaking stupid. No. Give me the give me my phone. Are you uh, gonna, you're talking about Carl Sagan? Are you going to listen to this? Well, I've been I, listening. You're not ruining it. <laughs> Douglas is. How am I ruining it? You know. <gasps> Oh wow! He likes his bed and also his bones in there. I thought <laughs> I thought you said not to give him a bone, and here that's, he is that's chewing a, a bone. That's a beef hide bone. It's it good. Does, it's still a bone. Bones are good for dogs. No, but it's not. It's not like a bone bone. Yeah. It's made out of hide. Oh, oh, I see what you were saying. I thought you meant like a, a <laughs> it's bone in the shape of beef. a bone. I thought you meant like a bone from beef. From beef <laughs> or who's a cow bone, I guess would be what. The it real is. mystery is who's beef. Yes. <laughs> you gotta warn me. Well, I, I know. Beef is what's for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> what was that awkward laugh? <laughs> Beef is what's for dinner. <laughs> Tell me more about these astronauts. Is that how you pronounce it? I'm glad you asked. Uh, let's get back to it. Paleo contact or ancient. <laughs> Derailed. I'm sorry. So bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it stuck up on me. Well, my-
Paleo contact, or ancient astronaut narratives, first appeared in the early science fiction of the late 19th to early 20th century. The idea was proposed in earnest by Harold T. Wilkins in 1954. It received some consideration as a serious hypothesis during the 1960s, mainly due to Eric von Daniken. Critics emerged throughout the 1970s discrediting uh, von Daniken's claims. Ufologists, that's a hard word, separated the idea from the UFO controversy. Oh. By the early 80s, little remaining support could be found. So, in Intelligent Life in the Universe, published in 1966, astrophysicist... Devote a chapter to the argument that scientists and historians should seriously consider the possibility that extraterrestrial contact occurred during recorded history. However, Shlofsky and er, Shklofsky, I think it's a, there's a K before the L. Thank you. And Status Sagan report. stressed that these ideas were speculation and unproven. Mm-hmm. Shklofsky and Sagan argued that sub light speed interstellar travel by extraterrestrial life was a certainty. when considering technologies that were established or feasible in the late 60s, that repeated instances of extraterrestrial visitation on Earth was plausible, and that pre-scientific narratives can offer a potentially reliable means of describing contact with aliens. Uh, So here's two uh, things that people believe leads to the ancient astronauts theory. Like, points to them in time. So they think that's like a spacesuit dude? I think so, yes. They believe that thing is an alien, because it's from the year, I think it says 1000. Winged priest of doo-doo. On, that's not, that doesn't say doo-doo. Look at that. Look at that. It spilled. I was holding my mouth right, and it spilled all down my cheek. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. How would you pronounce that? D U D U. Probably doo doo. Doo doo doo. Don't laugh. Da doo. Hold on. Let me see. Douglas, look at me in the eyes. <coughs> Fart. Hey, you got you to smile. That's, I wanted to see. Well, you got to smile at a fart. Okay. Doo doo. So Sagan illustrates this hypothesis by citing. Oh my god. What? No, you're gone. Yeah, no, well, you I'm, I'm wet because this damn cup. Uh, he illustrates this <laughs> hypothesis by citing the 1786 expedition of French explorer Jean Francois de Galoupe, Comte de la Perouse. Wow. Uh, it all sounded good except for Perouse. That was bad. Who made the earliest first contact between European and Tlingit cultures? The contact story was preserved as an oral tradition by the preliterate Tlingit. I don't think that's how you pronounce that. How would you pronounce it? I think the T might... T-L-I-N-G-I-T. It might be silent. Whatever. Lingit, then. Lingit. Over a century after its occurrence, it was then recorded by anthropologist George T. Emmons, mm-hmm. although it is framed in a Tlingit cultural oh and gosh, spiritual paradigm. The story remained an accurate <laughs> telling of the 1786 encounter. According to Sagan, this proved how un- under certain circumstances, a brief contact with an alien civilization will be recorded in a reconstructable manner. He further states that the reconstruction will be greatly added if, one, the account is ever 
the account is committed to written records soon after the event. Two, a major change is affected in the contacted society. And three, no attempt is made by the contacting civilization to disguise its exogenous nature. <coughs> Addition, yes? What does that mean? What does what mean? Exogenous. I don't know. Cam, can you Google that? No. Okay. Uh, additionally, <laughs> Coda, can you? He's not going to do it. What, what's the use, dog? It's kind of a stupid dog. No, you Look at him. He just licks his balls. He sniffs anybody that comes near him. Look. See, he's sniffing him right he's now. He's a dog. But he's not. He, he's like, he, just, he doesn't have like, he's no personal attachment to anything. You shut your mouth. See, look at him. I think he spelled that completely. He said it completely wrong. It's exogenous. Exogenous. <laughs> Did you fucking literally... I, I, it looks like exogenous. Oh, no. Yeah, there's no eye. <laughs> exogenous is the word. You, you, those glasses work, right? Sometimes. I thought there was an eye. Additionally, Sklovsky and Sagan cited tales of owns. A fish-like being attributed with teaching agriculture, mathematics, and the arts to early Sumerians, as deserving closure, closer as deserving closer scrutiny as a possible instance of paleo contact due to its consistency and detail. Fish-like, huh? Yeah. Uh, let's see what it looks like. Oh, uh, there's you no. You said picture. they were called scones. Owns. Oh. <laughs> In his 1970 book, Braca's Brain. <laughs> Sagan suggested that he and Shklovsky might have inspired Braco, 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 Braco. the so way said the book was called, right? Of, of Braco's scones? <laughs> I can't. What, should I just do like a different topic? Hold on, no, no, no. Braco's brain is the name of the book. And yeah. you're sitting here like, little Braco, Braco, Braco. Yeah, there's no need. I don't know why I, I thought of Braco's scones. Go ahead. He suggests, so Sagan says that he and Shklovsky might have inspired the wave of 70s ancient astronaut books, expressing disapproval of von Daniken and other uncritical writers, who seemingly built on these ideas not as guarded speculations, but as valid evidence of extraterrestrial contact. Sagan argued that while many legends, artifacts, and purported out-of-place artifacts were cited in support of ancient astronaut hypotheses, hypotheses those words are tough. Very few require more than passing mention and could be easily explained with more conventional hypotheses. Sagan also reiterated his earlier conclusion that extraterrestrial visits to Earth were possible but unproven and therefore improbable. Uh, oh, God. I lost my page. Oops. Sorry. Ah, okay. So, Eric von Daniken was a leading proponent of this hypothesis in the late 60s and early 70s. And according to Von Daniken, certain artifacts require a more sophisticated technological ability uh, in their construction than that which was available to the ancient cultures who constructed them. <clears throat> Von Daniken maintains that these artifacts were constructed either directly by extraterrestrial visitors or by humans who learned the necessary knowledge from said visitors. These include Stonehenge, Pumpunku, which is an entirely... It's a, a man-made terrace platform mound with a sunken court. Where is it located How at? How do you spell that? Uh, Punkuku? Puma. Puma. And then P-U-N-K-U. It's one word. Puma. Uh, the Moai of Easter Island, the Great Pyramid of Giza, and the ancient Baghdad electric batteries. What? Oh, I've heard of those. 
games. Have you? What I are think. these? Oh yeah, these things. These like it's like perfectly engineered to where they fit within one one another. These H shaped blocks. Hold on, uh, let me write down these two real quick. Boom, or the I'm gonna do the, ba- I'm gonna write down the Baghdad batteries battery. or whatever. Yeah, and then I'm gonna do the Puma Punku Coda. Hey Coda, does he have to poop or something? <laughs> no, Stupid he's just dog. If he doesn't get any, uh, yeah, I know he's kind of a, a little uh, attention whore. Well, he's a dog, Jackson. So, uh, and so, another one is the uh, helicopter hieroglyphs. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, from yeah. They have the Egypt. It's yeah, ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics that have what that looks, looks like like, like multiple like ships and stuff and a helicopter. Yeah, that looks exactly like a helicopter. It does. Um, what's let's see what these are. Wh- how dated these are. The helicopter image is the result of carved stone being. Oh, so people think it could just be like overlayering, um, but it looks like it's dated in 1294 BC. So uh, Von Daniken writes that ancient art and iconography throughout the world illustrates air and space vehicles, non-human but intelligent creatures, ancient astronauts, and artifacts of an anachronistically advanced technology. Von Daniken also states that geographically separated historical cultures share artistic themes, which he argues imply a common origin. One such example is Von Daniken's interpretation of the sarcophagus lid recovered from the tomb of the classic era Maya ruler of Palenque, Packle the Great. Uh, he writes that the design represented a seated astronaut. The iconography and accompanying Maya text, however, identifies it as a portrait of the ruler himself with the world tree of Maya mythology. So that one's debunked. Um, I don't know where I'd be able to, f- if I could find that anywhere. Huh. No. Uh, the origins of many religions are interpreted by Von Daniken as reactions to encounters with an alien race. According to his view, humans consider the technology of the aliens to be supernatural and the aliens themselves to be gods. Von Daniken states that the oral and written traditions of most religious contain references to alien, alien visitors in the way of descriptions of stars and vehicular objects traveling through air and space. Aren't, would all aliens not be supernatural, though? No, they would. But he said they'd be considered supernatural. So are some aliens not considered supernatural? Well, they at, well at the time they considered them supernatural. Oh, and that's how it kind of got started. But like back like back in the day, people didn't really know the difference between supernatural and natural because everything yeah. was kind of new to them. Uh, so one such is Ezekiel's revelation in the Old Testament, which Daniken interprets as a detailed description of a landing spacecraft, also known as the spaceships of Ezekiel. And there's a book written about it. Hmm, interesting. Uh, written by, written so the author wrote it while he was the chief of NASA's systems layout branch of the program development office. Interesting. Sounds pretty high up. Mm-hmm. So his hypo- mm. Sorry. Mm. his hypothesis became popularized in the U.S. after the NBC TV documentary "In Search of Ancient Aliens," hosted by Rod Sterling, and the films. The film Chariots of the Gods. Critics argue that Von Daniken misrepresented data, that many of his claims were unfounded, and that none of his core claims have been validated. In particular, uh, the Christian creationist community is highly critical of most of Von Daniken's works. Young Earth creationist author Clifford A. Wilson published Crash Go the Chariots in 1972, in which he attempted to discredit all the claims made in said documentary. Uh, in Chariots of the Gods, question mark, which is a book, 
regarding the Nazca lines. Didn't we talk about those? Mm-hmm. You did. Okay. Uh, he states that, seen from the air, the clear-cut impression that the 37-mile-long plane of Nazca made on me was that of an airfield. Possibly. Uh, considering he was in the process of finding evidence of ancient aliens, uh, Von Daniken exhibits confirmation bias, as he doesn't consider the Nazca lines to be man-made until after the publication of the Chariots of God's book. This etic perspective that he presents could be easily accepted by a reader familiar with air travel and an undeveloped knowledge of the nature of the geoglyphs. I'm, I'm sure we all are. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Furthermore, <laughs> since the majority of the readers of the book are not educated in viewing artifacts from ancient civilizations, Losers. their interpretations yeah, are highly subject to Von Daniken's opinions of the artifacts. Kenneth L. Feeder argues a reader seeing the Nazca lines for the first time in a book about aliens would be much more likely to associate those features with extraterrestrial origins rather than from a civilization that existed on Earth. That makes sense. Uh, in 1970, he, Von Daniken admits that the Nazca markings could have been laid out on their gigantic scale by working from a model using a system of coordinates. Oh, sorry. Thoughts so far? I mean... When it comes to ancient structures such as like would you consider the Nazca lines a structure it's not really like they built anything they uh, just like it's like took let's their see foot what they're defined as they just took their foot in the ground and they're geoglyphs geoglyphs yeah when it comes to stuff like that and also those uh, what it was uh, that same episode we talked about the Nazca lines um, the giant like stone balls that were in the ground you remember those? oh yeah I do <laughs> I do remember those stone spheres sorry um I mean, when it comes to stuff like that, like that's just like weird stuff. And then, then no the weird the, coincidence. Yeah, no, those hieroglyphs. Oh, that the hieroglyphs. The hieroglyphs. It is believed that like it's just from like overlaying, but it's very precise to mm-hmm. that it would be overlaying. I think in my eyes, but that's just me. I mean, it's a helicopter. It's a Black Hawk. If I've and there seen. was other ships like next to it too, like mm-hmm. other like floating, uh, flying spacecraft. Yeah. It looked like. I mean. Is it rock hard solid evidence that aliens have visited Earth before? Let's find out. We don't know. God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so Robert K. Temple's 1976 book. I thought he had something to say. The Serious Mystery argues that the blank people. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, they're, they're the, called the blank, something. The the Dogon. Yeah, uh, of northwestern Mali. What's so funny? You thought they were actually called the blank people? Yeah, I was like, who? Preserved an account of extraterrestrial visitation Papa Mali, I'm from sweating. around 5,000 years ago. He quotes various lines of evidence, including advanced astronomical knowledge inherited by the tribe, uh, descriptions and comparable, comparative belief systems with ancient civilizations such as Egypt and Sumer. His work draws heavily on the studies of cultural anthropologist Marcel Grialu, Grial, Grial and Germain Dieterlin. His conclusions have been criticized by scientists who point out discrepancies within Temple's accounts and suggest that the Dogon may have received some of their astronomical information recently, probably from European sources, and may have misrepresented Dogon ethnography. But we know, thanks to... God, why? Here we are. Sorry. 
what I was gonna say was, yeah. but we know from Douglas's episode that they knew all this ex- like the astronomical the like serious, knowledge, serious B star system yeah, for hundreds and hundreds of years. So it wasn't five thousand, five thousand years. Sorry. So, and finally, uh, going through the uh, the hypotheses and uh, origins, hypotheses. or hypotheses, origins, and proponents. Sorry. We have uh, a, a little, quick little thing about religion. Uh, various new religious movements, including some branches of Theosophy, Scientology, Rayleighism, Aetherius Society, and Heaven's Gate. Rayleighism? Rayleighism. Ray, what is that? It's a UFO religion founded in the 70s in France. UFO-related religion? Yeah. Interesting. R-A-E-L-I-S-L. <laughs> R-A-E-L-I-S-L? R-A-E-L-I-S-M. I-S-M. Uh, so those religions believe in ancient and present-day contact with extraterrestrial intelligence. Many of these faiths see both ancient Ooh. scriptures... What? That's, that's in poor taste. What? <laughs> Their symbol. The Star of David? Oh, with a, a swastika in the middle, it, it looks, looks like. It looks like it, yeah. Ooh. Uh, so many of these faiths see both ancient scriptures and recent revelations as connected with the a- action of aliens from other planetary systems. Psychologists have found that UFO religions have similarities, which suggest that members of these groups consciously or, or subliminally associate enhancement with the memes of science fiction. Memes? That's what it said. It said memes. I like memes. I like, I like think memes. I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I like nachos. Red bread burger. Uh, so proponents cite ancient. Yes. <laughs> we were doing so good, and then you had to go over about turtles. Share the thought. What are you doing, Coda? My mom makes cookies sometimes, and sometimes she doesn't make anything at all. <laughs> What? <laughs> what, are you, what is that from? It's Red Bed Burger. Fred Fred Burger, man. What's that? What's Fred Fred Burger? If you don't know what, a, what Fred Fred Burger is, I highly recommend you look it up. I don't want to. You could just tell me real quick. Who is Fred Fred Burger? Fred Fred Burger. <laughs> Who is it? Like, He's a character from uh, Billy and Mandy, man. I never saw Flapjack. (laughs) So proponents cite ancient mythologies to support their viewpoints based on the idea that ancient creation myths of gods who descend from the heavens to earth to create or instruct humanity are representations of alien visitors whose superior technology accounts for their perception as gods. Proponents draw an analogy to occurrences in modern time when isolated cultures are exposed to Western technology, such as when, in the early 20th century, cargo cults were discovered in the South Pacific. Cool. Oh, it's interesting. Cultures who believe various Western ships and their cargo to be sent from the gods as fulfillment of prophecies concerning their return. What? Did you know that was a thing? No. Like indigenous people? Yeah, I guess so. That's so interesting. Isolated and pre-industrial island cultures like are the back main... back in the day. No, like or recently. Huh. First oh. described after the Second World War. Oh. The ancient Sumerian myth of Enuma Elise inscribed on cuneiform tablets and part of the library of Azurbanipal 
says humankind was created to serve gods called the Anunnaki. Mm-hmm. That sounds familiar. Uh, I think we talked about that in our NWO episode. Huh. Hypothesis. I believe the Anunnaki are the lizard people. Are they? I think I can look that Fascinating. up. Fascinating. Yes. Um, hypothesis proponents believe that the Anunnaki were aliens who came to Earth to mine gold for their own use. According to the Enuma Elish story, the Anunnaki realized mining gold was taking a toll on their race and then created the human race as slaves. Jeez. In the Old Testament, chapter 1 of the book of Ezekiel, uh, er, uh, chapter 1 recounts a vision in which Ezekiel sees an immense cloud that contains fire and emits lightning and brilliant light. It continues, quote, The center of the fire looked like glowing metal, and in the fire was what looked like four living creatures. These creatures are described as winged and humanoid. They, quote, sped back and forth like flashes of lightning, and fire moving Fire and fire moved back and forth among the creatures. End quote. Uh, the passage goes on to describe four shiny objects, each appearing like a wheel intersecting a wheel. These objects could fly, and they moved with the creatures. When the living creatures moved, the wheels beside them moved, and when the living creatures arose from the ground, the wheels also rose. That's interesting. Hmm. In chapter four of Chariots of the Gods, question mark, entitled, Was God an Astronaut?, Von Daniken suggests that Ezekiel had been had seen a spaceship or spaceships. This hypothesis had been put forward by Morris Jessup in 1956 and by Arthur W. Orton in 61. A detailed version of this hypothesis was described by Joseph F. Blumrich in his book, The Spaceships of Ezekiel. Uh, the characteristics of the Ark of the Covenant and the Urim and Thummim, which are elements of the Hoshin, they're okay. the breastplate of the high priest attached to the... Uh, whatever. Uh, have said to been have been said to suggest high technology, perhaps from alien origins. Robert Dion and Paul Mizraki published books in the '60s describing the events in the Bible as caused by alien technology. Barry Downing, a Presbyterian minister, wrote a book in '68 arguing that Jesus was an extraterrestrial, citing John 8:23 and other Bible, biblical verses as evidence. Some ancient astronaut proponents, such as von Daniken and Barry Downing, believe that the concept of hell in the Bible could be a real description of the planet Venus brought to Earth by extraterrestrials showing photos of the hot surface on Venus to humans. Hmm. Mm, that seems a little weird. <coughs> I can see how all this like ancient alien stuff can cross between like religious things and secular things. You know what I mean? Yeah, the photos is a little weird. Like, let me see the photo. No, like the, just uh, the, the fact that, yeah. that would show pictures. Yeah. Proponents of the hypothesis state that God and Satan were aliens that disagreed on whether or not human beings should be allowed the information that is offered by the tree of knowledge. What? Oh. Huh. Uh, hit his phone out of his hand. <laughs> David Childress, a leading proponent of ancient astronaut creation hypothesis, compares this story to the Greek tale of Prometheus, who gave mankind the knowledge of fire. Ancient... Prometheus? Mm-hmm. Ancient astronaut proponents believe the biblical concept of Satan is based on a misunderstood visit by extraterrestrials. Eric von Daniken uh, oh, uh, posited that the descendants of extraterrestrials had children with hominids, and this was referred to in the Bible as the original sin. Von Daniken believes that the biblical great flood was punishment after an extraterrestrial god, quote-unquote, discovered that earthbound fallen angels were mating with the ape-like early humans. Now we're going to look at some ancient artwork. <laughs> so ancient astronaut proponents believe Hopi cave drawings of kachinas, or spirit beings, 
found in the desert link the origins of the Hopi and Zuni tribes with star people. They point to similar etchings elsewhere as evidence that extraterrestrials visited many different ancient civilizations. Um, there's not a picture of, from them, unfortunately. Uh, other artistic support for the ancient astronaut hypothesis has been sought in Paleolithic cave paintings. Wandjina in Australia and in the, and in the rock drawings in Valcamonica in Italy are said to bear a resemblance to present-day astronauts. Supporters of the ancient astronaut hypothesis sometimes argue that similarities such as dome-shaped heads, interpreted as being beings wearing space helmets, prove that the early man was visited by an extraterrestrial race. Here's the Wandjina cave art. Looks like uh, fireflies. Yeah. It's weird. I don't see ships. And then if you scroll over one, I think there was something else. Yeah, I don't know what those are. I didn't click on that. They look like chemical bonds. Well, wait, let me see. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, but let me see. Uh, these are comparisons of some mural pictograms to modern structural formulae of several chemical compounds. Oh! What? Why is Coda sniffing your mic? <laughs> Coda, stop. Coda, Coda. <laughs> pizza, pizza. What was that? Was that a sneeze? What noise was that? <laughs> He's laughing. Oh. Or cry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So more support of this hypothesis draws upon what are said to be representations of flying saucers and other un unidentified flying objects in medieval art and renaissance. Yeah, we talked about um, the ancient art. Yeah. The, uh, Here's some if you just want to scroll through those the, pictures. Yeah, I don't know if we talked. No, we didn't talk about that one. But that, that's a UFO. Let's see. How much money are you going to get Back for him? You know Not they the take first one. You know they take them all off. They might take them off. But that's so yeah, those were the ancient alien stuff. And then there also is the Nazca lines. So I could talk about the Nazca lines, but we already talked about them. We did already talk about so them. So should I talk about them again, or should I, like... I mean, just, like, reiterate in a, a brief summary. The ancient Nazca lines are hundreds of huge ground drawings etched in the high deserts of, the southern, of southern Peru. Some are stylized animals and humanoid figures, while others are merely straight lines hundreds of meters long. And as the figures were made to be seen from a... Great height. They have been linked with the ancient astronaut hypothesis. Hmm. So I'll say that. Uh, uh, another hypothesis is that they are runways. For spacecraft? Yeah. But or they look like, like they, they kind of remind me of like crop circles, the, the marks from that too. Oh, listen to this though. So archaeologist Kenneth Fetter uh, says that Von Daniken's extraterrestrial interpretation of the Nazca lines is not supported by any evidence. And Joe Nickel of the University of Kentucky was able to recreate one of the Nazca lines using only wooden stakes and string. But I don't know what to scale. Oh, maybe I can find out how scale. Oh, that's a lot. No, I'll do that later. Uh, proponents of the ancient astronauts' idea say some artifacts discovered in Egypt 
uh, such as the Saqqara bird. It looks like a bird. I don't know why <laughs> they would... Controversial ideas. This Aviation. No. Um, and Colombia, Ecuador are similar to modern planes and gliders. These artifacts have been interpreted by mainstream archaeologists, however, as stylized representations of birds and insects. Proposed evidence for ancient astronauts in also includes the existence of ancient monuments and megalithic... Oh, shit. Jesus. That's... Sorry. I don't know why that scared me. I thought, like, something broke. Every day, somebody honks out here. Okay, Coda. Uh... Ancient monuments and megalithic ruins such as the Giza Pyramids Machu Picchu uh, in Peru. Oh, my God. Or Baalbek in Lebanon, which is uh, it's just like in a city. Uh, or the Moai of Easter Island, of course, and Stonehenge. Supporters say that these stone structures could not have been built with the technical abilities and tools of the people of the time and further argue that many could not be duplicated even today. They suggest... Sit. Drama queen alert. I know. Uh, uh. They suggest that the large size of the buildings, stones, the precision which they were laid, and the distance many were transported leave the question open as to who constructed them. These ideas are categorically rejected by mainstream archaeology. Some mainstream archaeologists have participated in experiments to move large megaliths. These experiments have, exceed, have succeeded in moving megaliths up to at least 40 tons, and part have speculated that with a larger workforce, larger megaliths could be towed with the use of known ancient technology. Mm, maybe. Mm. A number of ancient cultures, such as the ancient Egyptians and some Native Americans, artificially lengthened the skulls of their children. Mm -hmm. Some ancient astronaut proponents uh, proposed that this was done to emulate extraterrestrial visitors, whom they saw as gods. Among the ancient rulers depicted with elongated skulls are the pharaoh Akahanaten and Neferidi, and it has been pointed out that the gray aliens, as described by many alien abductees, have similar shaped heads. I can see that. Here's a picture. Because why else would they try to elongate right their head? Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, I mean, it seemed like every single thing that ancient people would do would be to idolize some sort of deity. Uh, in the program Ancient Aliens, it was suggested that the owners of the biggest of the lengthened skulls may be human extraterrestrial hybrids. Hmm. Uh, ancient astronauts has been addressed frequently in science fiction and horror fiction in many different media. In a 2004 article in Skeptic Magazine, Jason Colavito writes that Von Daniken borrowed many of the book's concepts from Le Matin de Magiciens, that this book, in turn, was heavily influenced by the Cthulhu mythos, and that the core of the ancient astronaut hypothesis originates in H.P. Lovecraft's work, The Call of Cthulhu, and at the Mountains of Madness. Colavito later expanded on this idea in his book, The Cult of Alien Gods, H.P. Lovecraft, and Extraterrestrial Pop Culture. And, of course, there's the show Ancient Aliens. Mm -hmm. And aliens. Uh, there, many publications have argued for the ancient aliens hypothesis, uh, including uh, a, a book, uh, Charles Foote's 1919 book, The Book of the Damned, a book from 1953 by Desmond Leslie called Flying Saucers Have Landed. Um, and those go almost every year from about 53 all the way to 2003, about looks like when the last book was written involving them. Mm. And 
acting like a crackhead, please. And that is ancient astronauts. Well, there we go. Do you believe? Do could you, you, could do you, you uh, could you chill chill him out? He's just like panting. You right think in the microphone? Do you think phone phone phone? Do you think ancient people were visited by aliens? <sighs> More than likely. I think so too. I don't see why not. You know, controversial I mean, question. Well, yeah, but like, no, there's no, no, no way. This to is the controversial oh, okay. question. Do you think most of the world religions are based off of extraterrestrial extraterrestrial visits? Possibly. It's uh, crazy, right? One of the ones that I see, like like Buddhism, not really. They don't really talk about stuff floating down and everything. It's more so just like a mindset. Yeah. Um, Hinduism. I don't know anything about Hinduism. They actually Hinduism involves like a giant eight armed person doesn't it i don't know i don't know enough about hinduism to talk about it yeah um but i would say uh it's it's, christianity all the like angels and yes of course stuff and the book of ezekiel which i don't know about that was cool book of revelations oh that's telling the future yeah it's not telling like a ship but what what book tells of a ship (laughs) yeah Uh, but I, I, it was very interesting, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, do I think 100%? About mm. 90%. I'll go 80-20. That's I feel good. like it's a good amount. That's Because there's a lot of unanswered questions out there, and there is evidence that also points to it, so you kind of could take those two together and yeah. make it. But then there's also like evidence that's not with like the megaliths. Mm-hmm. If people have proved that you can move them together and everything, then maybe mm-hmm. it's possible, but... Who knows? Yeah. Coda? That is the first time he, like, he, he, like, did he not like the mic or something? Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts, what about you? Thoughts for you? Um, I mean, I think it's very likely. Just, I mean, not even just the Dogon, but all these ancient structures and how they line up with the galaxy and other stars and stuff. I think, I think that the evidence is out there and I'm about 90, 10 on this, mm. that aliens have visited us in the past for sure. Cool. Yeah. Glad we're in agreement. Now, another question. Uh huh. You have five fingers, right? Uh huh. You had to choose five liquids to shoot out from one finger, each of your fingers, which, which would you, what liquids would you choose? Thumb. Mm-hmm. Beer. Okay. Index. A certain in, type of beer? or Just, sure. Uh, any anyone that comes to your head? Oh, Michelob Ultra. Uh, index finger, water. Nice. You need that. Middle finger. It's got to be something that hurts somebody. Middle finger, crystals, hot sauce. Ring finger. Champagne. No. Yes, actually. Champagne. Yeah. Pinky finger? A sauce of some kind. Ooh. Maybe Chick-fil-A sauce? Or Fusakli really? sauce? Not like a barbecue sauce or something? Mm, too Ooh, thick. Cookout sauce. Cookout sauce. Yeah. I'll do cookout sauce. That's good. I should get cookout sauce. Or cookout. I'll do cookout sauce. Um, yeah. That's good. Thank you for asking me that. You're welcome. It's one of the harder pressing issues that have been on my mind. Yeah. 
Um, so, what are you? Are you eighty twenty? What are you feeling? Ninety and ten. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Got no issues with it. No. Good. Very cool. Good. 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 Uh. All right then. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, I believe that the the Pentagon released another video. No. Go find it. Hold on. Code on you? Oh. Go find it. I want to see if this is true or not. When when, when did this happen? Do you know? Uh, I want to say either last week or... I don't know. I saw it was on TikTok. Um, uh, I want to I see if this is yeah, real or not. Oops. That's not supposed to happen. Does this sound any different? Testing? Testing. No, it's softer. Let's see. I might have liked it. But you know how TikTok is. Actually, I don't. I don't have TikTok. That looks so fake. Does it? Yeah. This is one of a few they Especially released when it floated. in the first report. There's more to come in the second, supposedly. That looked, that looked, like when it floated up, that looked bad. It's not. It's from an old YouTube video from 2011. <laughs> <laughs> like they have like other Pentagon videos. These are from like June, oh, no, April, yeah. six days. Government report like finds no evidence of alien technology and flying objects, but can't rule it out either. So that... Wrong theory. That's, that's the stupidest headline. They finds, U.S. finds no evidence of alien technology and flying objects, but can't rule it out either. Can't rule it out either. Which means like, yeah, why, technically... Why even write it? Yeah, like we found <laughs> evidence, but... And, you know, at the same time, we're not really sure. What is true, I'm, and I'm actually being serious here, Mr. Obama said, must be Barack, <laughs> is that there is footage what? and records of <laughs> objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are. What is Obama's last name? <laughs> so that was a dumbass headline. But, yeah, there's tons of... The, yeah, that video looked bad. Like it, when it, it looked real. okay like at the start, but then, like, when it flew up, it looked it pretty... Just, Pretty rough. On a whim, I thought of it. I'm going to watch it again. Well, mute it. I don't want to hear that guy yeah. talk about it. Um, so you're 90-10? You're yeah. Interesting. I mean, they're out there. Yeah, I would say aliens are definitely out there. Well, that's a given, I would, I would obviously. Say. But it's a matter say. of like, they they had to. But a good argument is like, why haven't they visited again? Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's because like overpopulation or stuff like that. Or like they better, we have a better understanding of stuff like that. So well, we're not like or, we're not as like naive or something. Here's something. Uh huh. Would you consider? We Earth? also just to let you know, um, we can't be rambling for too long. My laptop is yeah. almost dead. Yeah, yeah. This will be short. Just wanted to make sure. Uh, would you consider the Earth a dying planet? Probably. Yeah. Mm. Who would want to visit that? Oh, good point. Yeah. See, that's a good point. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, but unless there's a civilization that's capable of set helping us, you know. 
But why would they want to? Like, what okay, if, you know, well, we're, we're too think busy about trying no, to fix like ourselves. This. Why don't we send out a signal, like an SOS? I think they do. P- here's here's the thing, though. People like imagine that's not gonna happen, right? What's not gonna happen? This is slanted. Yeah, yeah. Just noticed. Yeah. Aliens. House is late. <laughs> um, <laughs> Aliens did that. Yeah, but uh, what was I completely just lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? That was your AD, ADHD. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. There. What was I talking about? I really have no idea. We talked about the dying planet. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So think about it like this. If we knew that there was a planet out there that was dying and need our help, you think anybody on Earth... I don't Earth, think we're capable no, of... No, but do you think anybody on Earth would be like, yeah, we should go help them? Some people, yeah. You think so? Like the PETA people. <laughs> Somebody who cares about, you know, I don't know. Coda, do you think Earth's dying? I mean, if somebody's sending out a signal, it's obviously conscious life. He didn't say anything. We should care about conscious life. Yeah, yeah. What if it's like evil life, like dark side? Well, we wouldn't know that. Or they would be deceiving Kang us. the Conqueror. Is he evil? Thanos, I guess, would be a better example. Thanos. So, Which, oh, sorry, continue. Mm, oh, I'm not a Thanos sympathizer. <laughs> Who would be? Oh, God, he got tangled in the wires again. Yeah, he does that. Stupid dog. But, yeah. No, do not bite at me. No. Other than you, that. I'll pet you. I'll pet you. I'll pet you. Stop. You know, I think, I think we have been visited. There's, there's evidence. But I think once the aliens saw, or any extraterrestrial life, um, saw, you know, that our resources have basically been depleted, there's really nothing they can take from us. Mm. We can't offer them any knowledge. If they can travel to us, they're obviously more advanced than we are. That's true. We really have nothing to offer. That's probably why they haven't Maybe that's back. why. Yeah. yeah. They came for a little while and they were like, eh. Is he going to get any bigger? He will probably get a little bigger. He's 55 pounds right now. He'll no, probably get about 60. handsome little boy, aren't he you? He is. Yeah. I'm your godfather. But yeah. Well, Douglas, I want to thank you for joining me. Mm-hmm. Where can they find us on Instagram? Well, as stated before, at night some stuff. Hey, you, you need to move though for this last bit, dude. Get back. Come over here. Yeah, we'll go over there. They can find us but, where? Um, Sorry, at nightsums.podcast uh, on Instagram. Nice. Yeah. And Facebook, just nights. That's stuff, true. Not, not dot podcast. Just podcast. <laughs> well, I guess uh, I'll see you next time. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. Thank you I've for been joining Jackson. Thank you for coming to Should my house. Should we do the song again? It's not even plugged in. Aww. Yeah. We'll do it next time. Have to go get the wire. We'll do it next time. You play it on your phone. It's not the same. Why don't you just add it to the outro? Uh, I think I guess and I could. And boom. Oh, I thought you were going to end it there. I guess I could. Yeah, you could. And boom. Turns out I can't. Why not? I just found out. This is me traveling back in time to let you know, Douglas. Thank you. You're welcome. That would have been embarrassing. (laughs) All right, bye.